Bokatov, we are on Sefer Shemuel Bet, chapter 7. The first half of chapter 7 is God telling Natan how he should respond to David's request to build a Bet HaMikdash. Mm-hmm. And the answer is, David, you are great and I'm going to bless you and your uh, son will build a Bet HaMikdash, but you won't. And your kingdom will be established forever. As we said, the reason for that is because... If you want to establish my kingdom forever by building me a permanent home, then your reward is that your kingdom should be established forever. Now, how would you expect David to respond to this? I mean, normal person would just push and say, no, let me build it. It's okay. I'll do it. Uh, Maybe, yeah. Or it could be disappointment. Like, oh, I wanted to build it. Uh So, so... David is going to respond and It's an interesting thing He's going to respond With a ton of gratitude He's not going to push And we said the reason According to In Shmuel Bet Is because It's not It's, it's not, only during times of peace Yeah It's right not now, exactly It's not, it's not exactly the right time Like you have to We were We were Given a break from our enemies But it wasn't Yoshev Lavetach Bishalva It wasn't Like It wasn't fully finished You know The wars were not over yeah, and according to Shemal Bet, it seems like that's really more the reason. According to, the, the, again, as we said, David Ayamim, it's more of a personal thing. That David had blood on his hands. Either, either the blood that he spilled, the innocent blood that he spilled, with or he had had spilled. That he had spilled that, or that he was going to spill, or, or just the fact that he was still enmeshed in war on his own. And the Beit Hamikdash cannot be built by someone who has, you know, is a warrior, mm-hmm. because the same reason you can't use metal in the construction, right? So. Now Pasuk Yitachet begins David's response. And the king David comes and he sits before God. He says, Who am I, God, uh, Hashem, my God? And what is my household? That you have brought me this far. He says, what, are, what am I to deserve all of this? Meaning he sees, he focuses on the fact that Borei Olam just blessed him, that his kingdom will last forever. And so what am I to deserve this? Now, if you look, in Pasuk Yudchet, it says, Vayavo HaMelech David Vayeshev Lifnei Adonai. And he sat before God. Lifnei HaAron. Mikan Samchor B'Tun Zal, HaChachamim said, from here, She'en Yeshiva Ba'azara, Ella Lemalche Bet David Bilvad. You're not allowed to sit in the area of the Bet HaMikash, you're not allowed to sit down, unless you are, from the house of David Melech. Okay? So, Umehem Amru, Kiafla Malchebet David, and Yeshiva Shari Lamala, 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 that no normal person is allowed to sit in the area of the Beit HaMikdash. You can't sit down. Now it says here that David sat. And before God would, have, would, would, before God would seem to mean that he sat before the Aron, which would be the, the equivalent of sitting in the Beit HaMikdash, let's say. Right? And from here, the Chachamim, one opinion in the Chachamim, and I guess it's a Gemara, or the Midrash Tehillim 
Uh, one opinion says that from here we see that a king who's from the house of David is allowed to sit in the Beit HaMikdash. And then there's another opinion in the Midrash that says, no, but we have other psukim from, from Yeshaya and this and that that show that the angels in Shemaim never sit down. So if you say the angels never sit down, how can you allow a human to sit down? So he said, it doesn't mean that David actually sat. It means that he, he clo- came close to the Aaron or that he focused on tefillah, something like that. Okay? So those are the two opinions as to that uh, specific halakhic issue. Okay, so he says, who am I that you brought me this far? And Hashem, this was too little in your eyes. And then he also not only spoke of my family, but he spoke about the house, my house for the future. And is this how any man even deserves to be treated, God? Vizot Torah Adam is an interesting uh, phrase. There are multiple interpretations for what it means. One opinion is Vizot Torah Adam is a statement, meaning, meaning this is how someone more respected should be treated, not me, says David. Or another possibility is Vizot Torah Adam is this how a normal man should be treated? So it would be a question, okay? But there, but the, the idea is that David is saying, "Who am I to deserve this kind of treatment, Hashem?" Pasukaf. How can David, speaking of himself, speak more to you? You know your servant, Hashem. And he said, I wasn't deserving of this treatment. I know why you're doing this, Hashem. You're doing this because... You want to establish your covenant and your ways and your word, devarecha. You're doing it to establish your word, right? I mean, what David is saying is, Boreolam, you hired me essentially because you have a vision for the Torah, your word, to be established. But now, and you hired me even though I was not deserving. You hired me for your purpose, for that work. But now you're giving me all this blessing and beracha. For something that, that it, I didn't even do for you, you did for yourself. You see what David is like? He's, he's saying, he's saying, you you hired me already, doing me a favor to help with your vision. And now, once I help with your vision, I, I I didn't come up and and do anything outright for you from the start. You you brought me into this, and now that you brought me into this, you're also promising me more, more beracha. So basically, David is saying. I'm not deserving of all this bracha, and uh, and um, yeah, you've made me great not because of my merit but because of your word. You know, he's like I'm not I'm not anything special. He's being all extra humble. Yeah, he's being extra humble. Exactly. Okay. And therefore, you have become great in my eyes, meaning you are great in my eyes, Hashem. There's none like you. There is no God besides for you, like we've heard, like the other uh, gods that we've heard about in our ears. Or there is um, there are multiple interpretations for this. He's saying there's no God uh, besides for you. 
and this is something and, and this is something that we know in our hearts and in our ears. Okay, Kafkimo. By the way, um, there's actually an interesting Devar Torah on this Tefillah by David, this Tefillah of Gratitude, that asks why the Tefillah is so hard to read. Meaning I'm kind of struggling my way through translating it because it's it's actually it actually is hard to translate. Um, and and there's a lot of in this prayer there's a lot of switching tenses where you don't know if David is talking about himself, about God or about Am Israel. And it's a little bit confused. And they say that the reason it's written like that and it's written in a way that's so hard to read is because the, the Nach is trying to convey how emotional David was. Like the same way when a person gets very emotional, they, they'll speak in a way like, they'll mix up pronouns and they'll mix up details and things like that. So the Tanakh is trying to preserve the, the, um, the emotionalness of David's, of David's tefillah. This is at, least, at least what Amnon Bazak points out about this uh, tefillah. So even if you look at the English, the English isn't so easy either. They actually like put... They insert a lot into the English to make it readable. Okay, Pasuk of I'll translate this for you literally. You'll see it doesn't translate. And who is like your nation Israel, one nation in the land that God went and redeemed them for him? He redeemed Israel for him to make himself a, to make himself a name and to make you great. The you here be the, the you here being towards Am Israel to make you all of these greatnesses and these miracles in your land. Because back to Hashem because of your nation that you uh, redeemed from Egypt. I don't know Goyim Velohab even means. From the nations and from the nations' gods. From their fake gods, meaning. What does the Pasuk mean? I'm not exactly sure. He's, he's saying something like, like, your nation, Am Israel, is so great, God, that you've redeemed them. Basically, the same way you've redeemed me and you brought me into this, you did the same thing for Am Israel, who have now become a great nation because of you. And I'm so grateful for that. Something mm-hmm. like that. The Barbanel says something interesting. He says the reason he brings up the nation is because the gadlut of the king is dependent on the, on the greatness of the nation. So by saying, and Hashem, not only have you made me great, you've made the nation great, which in turn is another way you've made me great. He's basically thanking Hashem again for all of the, the honor he's brought into his, house, his household. Okay? But in that, in that pasuk, he talks about how God saved Am Israel from Egypt and, and so on. Okay? And you made for yourself your nation, for you a nation forever, and you Hashem were for them a God. And now Hashem, the thing that you just spoke through Tantana Ravi, please make sure it, it holds, please make sure it happens. Let your name grow and be great. Forever saying Adonai Savot Elohim al Israel, Hashem is the master of legions over Israel, David and the house of David, your servant, will always be before you. Because you, Hashem, um, you uh, yeah, what does that mean? 
What does that mean? Can you translate it? Have revealed the ear of your servant, saying, I shall create a dynasty for you. Oh, Bait Ibn Allah is, is, is to David. It's so hard. Okay, so he said, so he says, you've told me now, you've revealed my, to my ear that you're going to build me a dynasty. Okay. And therefore, your servant David has, is, is praying before you. Hashem, you are God and your word is truth. And you've spoken good to your servant today. Now please will and bless the house of your servant. That he should be forever before you. Because you spoke and from your blessing will be blessed uh, your servant forever. Hashem Elohim the entire time. Very interesting things in this tefillah. It's a, it's a fascinating tefillah of gratitude. Um, the end of it, he keeps reiterating. He he asks God to make sure to to uphold the nivuah that he just he just heard. And I heard I was reading the reason in Amnon Bazak is because if you look that David's household didn't last forever. He said, "What does it mean that David's household will last forever?" He said, "David's household will last forever, but it doesn't mean it will last birtifut." Meaning it could, it could, it could, means consistent. It will, it'll stop and then it'll continue, but it'll always resume at some point. So David knows that it'll have to stop at some points in, in the future. He's saying, please don't let it stop. Please don't be, let it not only be there, like the, the eternal kingdom, but also let it happen like consistently and never, never fall. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen.